from the dimly lit basement studio in the middle of America, it's the Pop Culture Nation Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Nation. I'm Matt. I'm Mark. And I'm Ben. And welcome to the show. It's a blistering episode of uh, <laughs> Pop Culture Nation because it is hot outside, man. It's, uh, yeah. it's uncomfortable for sure. Man, I my car after the... After the movie I went to today was just not a pleasant place to be for a while. What, what did you see? Um, I saw uh, the Sparks Brothers. Okay, Edward uh, Wright's new Edgar Wright's new film. Yeah, we're reviewing that on uh, Cinema Spin this week. I shouldn't review it on the show. <laughs> I, I understand, <laughs> but you're plugging your other show, The Sparks Brothers, and The Omen is the other movie. The Omen, yeah. You have any? You have, I'm assuming it's the original. Yeah. Do you have, do you have a hot take on the Omen from 30, 40 years ago? Or <laughs> I whatever? love the Omen. I still do. I've got the movie poster. I, I'd never seen it before. I watched it last it's, night. Well, I mean, it's it's Watch still it rooted in the, the 70s, time. and it's not anywhere near on the level of, let's say, The Exorcist. But there's something kind of I, I it's not particularly scary by today's standards. I've never seen the original. Without giving so, a review, I'll say that uh, that kid gets a bad rap. Really? He really didn't do anything wrong. Well, of course. The, uh, I mean, there the, is the incident. I mean, okay. First right, of all, I know what you mean. First of all, the the nanny hangs herself, right? Maybe because of him, but maybe she was just unhappy. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had a nickel for every birthday party I went to where the nanny hung themselves, yeah, I mean, <laughs> be a rich man, right? Exactly. <laughs> and, the, and the creepy clown in the background. Yeah, that's it, a weird scene. Yeah, you know, the kid's obviously spoiled, yeah. and they don't want to spend any time with him because he's always got an au pair yeah. or a nanny. <laughs> yeah. You know, so then he, um, what else does he do? He, he, well, um, he spooks the, an, the, the animals spooks, are scared of him. Spooks the baboons. Yeah, the, the, the baboons, baboons bite. The baboons were scared of him. And <laughs> I remember that English lady going, baboons bite. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, oh, is that how British people pronounce baboon? They say baboon. <laughs> baboons, yeah. And then, you know, he there was the incident with the tricycle knocking his mom off right. the Right, now that's the, probably, uh, probably the most the ledge. evil thing that he but, did. But I mean, yeah. all he was is just driving around, and what the, what the hell is she uh, watering yeah. a plant on a ledge? for <laughs> and then after that they just kind of turned their back on him yeah. i still had fun with it i was uh well i just think the boy got a bad rap i just think they gave up on him too quick <laughs> oh so maybe they, if he'd gotten they, right they, with jesus it they trusted okay, these like... they trusted these crazy people spouting these crazy theories and their mm. poor little boys just sitting at home being all night i mean i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard that 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 argument before well, I don't know if that's exactly my take on the movie. But I, I see what you're you'll saying. You'll have to right. have to tune into Cinema Spin to find out. <laughs> All right. All right. I got a couple of notes here. Um, they announced today that uh, Peter Jackson's Beatles documentary, Get Back, where he's he's sifting through all this like 50 hours of unused Beatles footage, is going to be uh, Disney Plus exclusive, and it's going to come out on Thanksgiving. So that's a pretty big coup for uh, Disney Plus, I would say. I mean, they probably own it, but I mean, I, w- I was I assumed it was going to be a theater release. This week, uh, two things happened. Batman Begins turned 16 years old, which mm-hmm. is hard to believe. Mm. Right. And the, and the uh, Fast and the Furious franchise turned 20 this week. I've really? never seen one. Haven't seen a minute of any of them. I haven't seen oh, and have fun. And, and have fun. no desire. I well, would, now that I, I've made it none. 20 years without seeing a, a minute, I'm not going to break that. Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm going to I'm going to hold out, and I'm not. I'm going to. I'm going to. I may have too. been a little bit uh, interested in uh, checking one or two of them out, but once I get to 20 years, I, that's it. No, yeah, it's it, a mistake. I recently uh, got one of my friends to watch them around. Watch the first one on Easter. 
I think it was, or right around Easter. He had never seen any of them either. And uh, now they've completed all of them and are eager, eagerly awaiting the uh, next one, the uh, ninth one next week. So, yeah, I mean, they're they're certainly successful. It's, I just can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Without and a, that, without a reboot or something. Well, I mean, there's there's really never been a reboot. Yeah, they kind of had a reboot. They had, so they made like the first three pretty quick, and then there was a pretty good delay between the third one and the fourth one. And then once that fourth one hit, they kind of got themselves back on track and have been. But there never was like a reset of continuity or anything. Uh, well, wasn't the third one sort of? Sort of. Yeah, there's some there's some time issues, and apparently they're correcting one of the time things, or they corrected one of the time thing. Time. Does things. this involve time travel? No, but there's <laughs> like the third one takes place after like the sixth one or something like that. And then there's side movies too, right? There's one side movie so far. Also, very there was never a sequel to that. I'm sure there will be, but there but wasn't so not far. Not yet, no. But the movie came out like 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. Does anybody watch anything they want to mention? No, I um, have not had time to watch much in the way of uh, well, TV lately. I, I'm almost embarrassed to admit I watched this. I'm not even going to tell you the name of it because I'm not embarrassed about it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I am involved in a Spanish drama on Netflix. I don't know why. It's impossibly written, and I don't know why I'm involved. I'm is just, it dubbed? Yes. <laughs> oh, which one is it? Because I watch a lot of those. I'm not. I don't. Because I am so embarrassed that I. I really. I didn't even know why I brought it up. That's all right. I, I really. I'm literally embarrassed to admit that I watched the show and that I'm that much involved in it. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Okay. I will. I don't know. I'm sure it's no stupider than anything else, but. Uh, why I found myself. I mean, I actually found myself things. welling up in tears. That kind of sad shit like that that bothers me. That's why, I mean, oh, I'm so, disgu- I'm so disgusted. Who knows what you're going to get into sometimes. I'm, I'm disgusted with myself. Why do I, <laughs> I really am. So I went back to the Big Boy Theater for the first time. Did you? Since pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. The last movie I saw at the, the-, the theater that wasn't in Waterloo before today was uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, huh? yeah. So it's been a while. They're beyond screwed with the theater business. I don't know. Um, Here, here's here's my take on what the problem is. There's it, we're not going to return to any kind of normalcy as far as like movies coming out for at least another year because production was shut down for like a year. Yeah, but there's also a lot of movies that were sitting there ready to go. Yeah, and... but it's but it's not going to fill the gap. There's not enough of them. A lot of them went went to streaming already. I mean, think about like big movies that are still out that are release. Really, Black it's Widow. Black Widow. The Top Gun sequel. The Friday. Uh, Fast and Furious. Fast and I Furious. guess Bond is still out there, Bond right? Is st- yeah. Bond is very much There's out. several Marvel movies that are ready to go this year. There's at least three. Um, the Maybe Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi, Eternals. Eternals. Are um, they ready, though? Yeah. They're okay. all slated for release this year. Yeah, I think I'm off the, the Marvel. I, I think after Black Widow might be my my point where I get off the Marvel train. I'll, preliminary I mean, preliminary stuff sounds, sounds, sounds pretty good. Yeah, well, I, that because you can't buy anything. That you know, Eternals trailer just does not make me want to watch that no, movie. No, I'm not I don't really. I find all... the trailer interesting, but I'm interested in the movie. Um, I hope the trailer is just simply not doing the movie justice. Sure. And it's we'll de- have to yeah, it definitely see. doesn't create enough interest. You know, I mean, go, well, I gotta flock out to the theater. Doctor to Strange the... is kind of a bridge too far for me in Marvel. I, I did not interested in that character. Oh, I um, do. I like him. Yeah, I do too. And a lot of people are. So, so I, I think the Eternals is definitely going to be a right. bridge too far. And, you know, the Shang-Chi, uh, you know, 
don't know. That seems like a weird I, yeah, property was, to make into a movie. Snake well, Eyes. Yeah. Snake um, Eyes is coming. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not Marvel. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> yes, he is. Well, all right. <laughs> if you want to be a purist, okay. All right. I've been going to the movies pretty consistently, even through the pandemic, and I noticed that, uh, well, not at first through the pandemic, it, we would wait and, uh, I guess, I'm trying to remember what the movie was. We well, they were closed down for a long time, too. They were closed, um, you know, we would wait to see if there were no tickets sold, and then we'd go in the last minute and, you know, catch a movie if it was, you know, available and just the two of us were going to be in there. Um, they've got a, definitely a long road ahead of them to get back into business it looks like they've uh, got rid of the extra spacing between seats did they still have they did they do they have they'll sell any seat that you want right i I noticed that when i was looking at uh tickets for top gun which we saw today um i don't think that that's really going to be an issue right now because there's i don't think besides maybe a certain week not you know weekend nights i don't don't think it's going to be an issue at all well um the local theaters here have been showing the uh, Fast and Furious in order up until the new one releases next week, and they've all sold out every seat. All right, well, that's, that's probably going to do it for this segment. I'm going to cut it off here. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be all right back after this. Introducing Cinema Spin, a movie podcast with a random twist. On each episode of Cinema Spin, we review two movies one new movie that is either in theaters or just released on streaming, as well as a movie selected completely at random by what we call the retro movie machine. We never know what we're going to get. Cinema Spin, new episodes weekly wherever you listen to podcasts. We are back on Pop Culture Nation, and we're ready for our main topic tonight, which is our journey through the 80s, and we're all the way up to 1986. We'd be done with this, but... Things just didn't go our way. So we're still traipsing through the 80s. 1986. 1986. All right. Starting off the year, January 23rd, the first group of uh, artists were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the first class, so to speak. That's when the first group of people... Really? I did not know that. 1986. And they included Elvis Presley, James Brown, Little Richard, Fats Domino, Ray Charles, Chuck Berry... Sam Cooke, the Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, and Jerry Lee Lewis. Hmm. I, I saw that today, and I was – it just occurred to me that I just always thought there was a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It, it <laughs> I thought never, it was around a lot longer it, it than, never than, than 86. To me that, I thought it had gone you – know, Yeah, I yeah. mean – I didn't know 86 was its first year. Yeah, it, it hasn't been, it hadn't been around that long, but I remember by the time I was in high school because there were some of the – you know, like the doors were inducted when I was in high school and stuff like that. But I remember my, my always, my hang up with the rock and roll of fame was just, I remember like when Aerosmith got in and not that I ever had anything wrong with Aerosmith, mm-hmm. but I thought, okay, this is like a current band and they're in the rock and roll of fame. It seemed really weird. You know, like if they got in now, it would probably make perfect sense. But they've been playing for a long time. Oh, I, I know. I know they have. But I mean, it, it, it just, go, I mean, the longevity of that band. I mean, they've been around. It was since, so right. weird because it seemed like they were kind of current still. Yeah, you know? they yeah. were. Yeah. And now they're not so much, I guess. But, I mean, I have no problem with the current band being nominated now. It just seemed like, you know, when it first came out, it was like, oh, the Beatles, Chuck Berry, all these and older acts. we have the Go-Go's. It's, Are they in? Yeah, they're in this year. It's funny that you mentioned Aerosmith. Uh, my son and I were talking today, and he we were listening to Dream On. It's one of my favorite <laughs> songs. I love that song. And uh, he was asking if a girl sang the song. And I'm like, no, it's not a girl. 
I said, you know who he is. You've seen him before. He's in that Skittles commercial. You know, Skittles, Steven Tyler. He, that's how he knew who it was, was <laughs> from the Skittles commercial. <laughs> and, you know, dude looked like a lady. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. So. All right. Uh, January 28th. Um, big moment in my life. Uh, the shuttle Challenger disintegrates 73 seconds after launch, killing the seven astronauts and one school teacher aboard. Yeah. Well, she was an astronaut as well. But, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, uh, that was you know, one of the big things in my childhood that I I, I, and you know, I never forget. Is, I don't really remember it being, I mean, I remember it being big. And I remember following it in the news. But you know how you have these seminal events in life where mm-hmm. you, you can remember what you were doing. I can't really rightly remember. Maybe it's because I'm older. What I was doing, I, w- I, I re- think it was in college at the time. Well. 86? I've gone in and out of college over yeah, the years. For a while. <laughs> yeah. Different versions of college. That, yeah, <laughs> college one point, whatever. Anyway, um, I think I was in a college class when I when I originally heard about to it. To me, that's like big three. I'd say. Uh, now my I, partner, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. My partner was from New Hampshire. Apparently, Christian McCullough was from New Hampshire. Oh, so they were they were all watching story. that. So yeah, he remembers it quite well. We were watching the TV in the well, classroom. Like yeah. people who went to Woodstock, everybody was watching on TV. <laughs> uh, we were. My class was not. No, right. we weren't either. I know that. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say uh, that. The Challenger explosion, um, September 11th, and the pandemic are the big three things in my lifetime as sure. far as yeah. news stories. And one of them was longer than the rest. Can you guess which one it is? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's still going on to I some know. extent. And uh, for the first time, I think uh, the next day after the, that, uh, the disaster, uh, Ronald Reagan uh, postponed the State of the Union address, uh, which was supposed to be that night. Yeah. And it was, mm-hmm. it was uh, held... Uh, when was it held instead? I don't. It remember. was rescheduled. Yeah, I, I rescheduled. didn't write that down. Yeah. Um, all throughout the month of March of '86 was uh, the return of Halley's Comet. Okay. Which I remember, but I don't. Was it viewable from here? I. Pretty I, sure it was. We went. You know what? Looked. I don't. I don't really remember. I thought you had to be like like somewhere like. Well, well I know, I know that they got all de- all different kinds of technology was up there to take pictures of it because it was the first time that could really. I I, did, take, I know I never saw it, but Hale Bop I remember it, seeing. If it wasn't viewable viewable from here, a lot of people were wasting their time because we would. I, I remember my parents took us out and we were in a field with other people looking for it. I, if I remember right, it's cloudy, so we didn't really get to see it that one time, and I didn't really care after that. Well, I'm wouldn't like, it have been in the in the it sky, been in the sky over for a long time? Nights, yeah, maybe a couple months, of weeks, a maybe month, a month, know, or for okay. a whole month. Yeah, yeah. It could be at different different degrees of brightness. I guess. I want to say I caught a glimpse of it at one point, but it, it, when's it supposed to come back? Does anybody know? It's like seventy six years or something. Yeah, no? it'll be a while. Well, I'll be dead. The next time it's uh, twenty sixty one. I did write that down. Twenty sixty one. Okay, well I'll be pushing up daisies. <laughs> So uh, May 25th of 86, we've got uh, the attempt to uh, put hands across America. <laughs> yeah. you remember the song that went along with uh, it? No, I don't. You don't remember the song, I, I'm, Hands I, Across America? No, I hands don't. Hands Across This so, Land We could Love? You, could you sing a little bit of it for us? <laughs> I could, but I won't. <laughs> I remember we had a, a, a spring uh, uh, program at my school. And that was the finale. All the kids coming out and holding hands and singing Hands oh, Across America. Oh, it was a touching, touching moment. Yeah, I bet there wasn't a dry eye. <laughs> I, I really wanted to be able to be one of the hands in the chain. And I remember being disappointed that that wasn't going to happen. It was a uh, <laughs> co- colossal failure. It was. Was it really? It was Hands Across Some of America. Right. Oh, well, I mean, right. Exactly. How are they going to? 
logistically. It's supposed like, to be from New York City to Long Beach, California. But it's six, it says 6.5 million people participated, so that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. July 5th, the Statue of Liberty reopened for its uh, anniversary after, they, after an extensive refurbishing. I remember, I remember they that. had the scaffolding all around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it remember it, it the looked, movie that they were, that I saw was uh, Remo Williams' The Adventure Oh, yeah, begins, yeah, that, that took part place of it was, at that. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, that, that kind of dates that movie. Yeah, it does. September 8th, the Oprah Winfrey Show debuts nationally. The show was an instant success, making Oprah one of the most influential people in the world. Yeah. She still is, to a degree. And then uh, later on in the year, October 28th, the centennial of the Statue of Liberty's dedication celebrated in New York City. So uh-huh. they, uh, I remember I remember the scaffolding oh, yeah. well. I remember I kept, I asked my mom, are they ever going to take that scaffolding down, or is yeah. that part of it now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is, now let's get to people People born in 1986. This is good at making you feel old. Hold on, hold on. We got one of the things that I looking, I remember it happening um, in, uh, I think it was April, it was Chernobyl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that was, so 86 was a weird year for me because that's the year that I moved here. Okay. And so it's new school, you know, new to things. Our, this hometown? Yeah. And uh, so a lot of these events, I'm reading, man, that's it, it was all in the background because it was all just, you know, adjustment for me that year. But uh, I didn't understand what that was then, <laughs> but that was a big deal. <laughs> I didn't know what uh, a meltdown consisted of. You hear that? We heard yeah. that word a lot. Right. Well, yeah. Um, it. That was in the news for a long time, although yeah. there was a lot of disinformation coming out of it. Right, that, and you mean. didn't really quite understand what what really was. Right. But, I mean, you know, looking back on it now, it's obviously a tragedy, but it's really interesting. Um, just seeing... I heard the HBO movie or gra- uh, series was really pretty good. It's supposed to be fabulous. I watched the pilot, um, or maybe the first two episodes, and it didn't leave me wanting to... I, I kind of felt like the most important parts were dealt with during that part. Right, right. And the rest was more character driven. I mean, it was well done, and the actors were great. But uh, mm-hmm. it, I mean, I, people would say are very high on it, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sorry, that's it. No. Mm-hmm. Any, uh, okay, let's feel old. Notable people who were born <laughs> in 1986: mm-hmm. Lady Gaga. Yeah, I remember that. I, re- I yeah. Megan Fox. Shia LaBeouf. No. Shy is the same age as Lady Gaga? That's correct. Oh, my. The Olsen twins. Oh, Lord. Lindsay Lohan? Army Hammer. Oh, I, he got, uh, I yeah. should mention him. He's been yeah, canceled. Yeah, to say the least. <laughs> when I wrote this, he was still he's still a viable commodity, but not yeah, so much anymore. Right. Yeah. And Olympian Sean White was also okay. born. Huh. The Flying Tomato. People who... Notable deaths of 1986? Georgia O'Keefe, the... Uh, okay. Artist. Artist. James Cagney. Cliff Burton of uh, uh, Metallica. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Cary Grant and Desi Arnaz. Mm-hmm. All right, 1986 in television. I, I, I can remember this because my... <laughs> February 11th, Culture Club's main singer, Boy George, appears on an episode of The A-Team on NBC. <laughs> really? I remember that. I yep. don't. <laughs> 
Okay, okay. What happened in this? Episode? I don't remember the the details. It was like so a publicity did, stunt, did really. Boy, just make a like a cameo appearance, or was I he think like he a, was a character on the? He was an actual. Now was he? Was did he no, hire the A team to what? I don't. Rem- I don't remember. That would be something the, I'd like to like, go back and. Steamboat. What's the deal with Boy George on the A team? I'd, l- I'd love to go back and like view the actual details of how they brought him in. Yeah. I remember him being on it though, because it was kind of a you know, oh Boy George is going to be, and it wasn't like George O'Dowd. It was actually the character Boy George was okay. on the A team. Yeah, I do remember that. I love it when a plan comes together, Boy George. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> February seventeenth. Rod Roddy becomes the permanent announcer of CBS Daytime Game Series The Price is Right, replacing Johnny Olson, Olson, who died the previous October. Johnny Olson, yeah. And then Rod, he was on there for a number of years before he passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He was on for a long time. Yeah, he was. Did he make it into the uh, Drew Carey era? No. No, I don't think so. I I don't think so either. February 22nd, in honor of the 20th anniversary of the first episode of the television series, The Monkees had a special on MTV called Pleasant Valley Sunday where they broadcast a 22-hour marathon of the Monkees episodes. Okay. I seem to remember that. 1986 was kind of a... Was year, that the year, year that they the introduced the new Monkees too? Yeah, well, I know they toured. and it I was know they were of, in that era. It, it was, was right, a big deal that year. Because at that time, I was still working at Six Flags when the new Monkees came out, and there was the big controversy about the fact that they were the new Monkees, and they're, they were replacing the old Monkees, and there was... I just remember monkeys, the old Monkees. Just a whole bunch of Monkey business. Getting, getting a lot of publicity that year yes they did as like, a result people in my class were listening to the monkeys again and it was yeah just, yeah i always felt like i was supposed to like the monkeys and care about the monkeys mm-hmm. but i never liked the monkeys i, I, I couldn't get I into like them the monkeys. um they got some catchy tunes i i can understand that i mean I, they're a lot of their songs is basically sentimental a lot of 60s songs are like this that. next one's for you mark oh. april april 13th NBC broadcast Return to Mayberry, which reunites... Was that the last time they 16 played? original cast members from the Andy Griffith Show. Return to Mayberry would become the largest, the highest rated television show of 1986. Up until the... T- yeah, I'll be darned. They play it all the time on MeTV. This is like a, every May they bring it around and they play it again. Yeah, this, I don't, not that I ever want to watch it again. Yeah, I've, I've never seen I'm, that. I'm a, don't get me wrong, big Andy Griffith fan, don't want to see the... Return to me. I don't want to see. That's like you know. Even yeah. if you're a little house fan, do you really want to see the one where they blow I, up the town? Yeah, I I don't want to see them pushing Don Knotts around in a wheelchair. I just, just, <laughs> he wasn't that old. I, no, he wasn't at that time. That's true. April twenty first. Uh, this is one of those pop culture. Do you remember where you okay. were? Things. Geraldo Rivera hosts a, two, a live oh, two-hour yeah. syndicated special, The Mystery of Al Capone's Vault. What a waste of time that was. Infamously coming up empty-handed. I Do you remember, remember watching it? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I remember. Did you watch it, Ben? I did not. Oh, my. I remember when, you know, they were always just around the just corner. Just right around the corner, it. yeah. Oh, is it? We found some bottles. They found some bottles. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I remember the lead-up. I always thought Geraldo was a jackass. Well, he and, is a jackass. Uh, <laughs> I, I never really cared what he was going to do, but I remember the lead up. I remember the hype, and I just didn't care enough. Well, I, I was more interested in the whole gangster part of it, you know, not so much Geraldo, but I d- definitely agree with you about Geraldo. But I remember, you know, watching the, I guess for lack of a better way of putting it, the whole documentary that led up to it. And, and that was kind of interesting, to be quite truthful. But then, of course, the big payoff was to find this this cellar. And, <laughs> and I and it was remember kind of a lot Geraldo of just turning to the audience and going, well, um, 
that's it, gangs guys, for coming in. You know, I'm thinking, I wonder oh, what the hell they thought. I guess they thought money would be in there. Well, they or... thought there could be bodies in there. They made they yeah. made Tommy well, they, guns. Exactly. Or they made a they made such a big deal out of it, and they were not in there. It's a weird thing because it was a syndicated show, I believe. I don't. I think it was on. Uh... Didn't it get massive ratings too? Yeah, oh yeah, I, I I remember a lot of people. Well, watching I remember a lot this. of. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and this comes back to something we talked about last week, May sixteenth. Bobby Ewing is revealed to be alive and showering in his ex-wife's Pam's bathroom in the season finale of the CBS drama Dallas. That was... <laughs> and in the oh, si- oh, so this is the beginning of the second year. This is when he came back out. And it was, that it was all a dream. And then on September 26th, the season premiere of the next season, it's shown that the entire 85-86 season was a dream of hers the night after they agreed to remarry. Still... A ballsy move. That yeah. Didn't pay off. <laughs> yeah. September thirteenth, the film review program Cisco and Ebert makes its debut in syndication. So there again, I before that it was around. at the movies though. So. Oh, okay. All and right. then before that, they hosted sneak previews together. Right back so. on PBS. I remember yeah. as far back as PBS. That you really got to know your uh, yeah your details on. Now uh, most of those most of the Cisco and Ebert reviews are available on YouTube. Oh really? If you, I'm surprised that they're not available on Roger Ebert's. Um, I think he, he I think always he lost the of, rights to some of that. It after could be, something. and it could be that he wanted to also distance himself because he, he was always felt like he should be more prominent in the reviews. And at, the, at one time, they had a SiskelandEbert.com, and they had everything you'd ever want on there. You mm-hmm. could just call it up at a click, and I don't know if that fell into somebody else's hands. Hmm. You know, now it's they're all on YouTube, but it's just some people are uploading them and nobody's stopping them. You know, hmm. so. All right. October 9th, 1986, the Fox Broadcasting Company launches as the United States' fourth commercial television network. The first such attempt since 1967. Mm-hmm. And it, it worked. Yeah. I was going to say, do you remember anything that, that was on those first years? The Gary Shandling show was Gary on Sh- early Was on. Gary Shandling on them? Right? I love that show. I thought Don't Gary you remember? Shandling... This is the theme. Yeah, the oh, yeah, yeah, show. but I thought Gary was like on something like Showtime or something. Maybe that's what well, you're thinking were... of. Um, uh... Not Gary Sanders or. Larry Sanders show. No, I'm not thinking of that. I'm thinking, I remember the, this is the Gary. I think I think that's after. There might have been one in between he had. Well, maybe they show the reruns too. Uh, Married with Children is early Fox. That could be, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was. How about Simpsons? I think Simpsons has always been on Fox. Well, yeah. it started out on Tracy Ullman. Yeah, that's... And she might have been she in She was that, early Fox. She could be early Fox, I, and then they're going from there. I, I don't think that Simpsons was maybe on right when Fox launched, but really and close. Again, like, 89 did they, is when it started, did right? They do, did they actually have a whole complete... No, I think they were on they, for a, on a few nights a week. week yeah. Like and a couple hours in with, the evening. Yeah. yeah, and then it just built from there. We've never had a great Fox... For a long time, we didn't have a great Fox here. affiliate here. You know, now we've got that they're on. Better. Yeah, for a long time they didn't have news here. Right, and, right, right. And that that station that's now ABC still doesn't have their shit together. They mm-hmm. they don't have news or anything now. Mm-hmm. Which is what K K N I was yeah, but Channel Eleven the CW still does have the news. That is true. You'll you'll probably remember this. Uh, December 20th, uh, Saturday Night Live features a sketch where <laughs> William Shatner, sick of Star Trek fans, oh yeah, <laughs> asking, still, yeah. that are asking him inane questions, tells him to get a life. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. that sketch. I remember being incensed. <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> How dare he? How dare he? Bite the, uh, bite the hand bite that feeds the him hand that way. Fit, yeah. These are TV shows that debuted in 1986. 
Valerie. Oh, Matlock. Matt, see? What did I say when I, last week when I said it was I on that, too damn long? I thought that was around when the Hall of Fame started. <laughs> yeah. I guess it was, but it seemed longer. Perfect Strangers. They're going to reboot that. A Current Affair. It's Gary Shandling's show. Mm-hmm. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Head of the Class. L.A. Law. Alf. Mm-hmm. And Sledgehammer. Oh, yeah. I liked L.A. Law. I remember watching that. Sledgehammer. Shows that left the air for the final time, of their original run at least, yeah. in 86. Ripley's Believe It or Not with Jack Palance. Oh, yeah. I remember how he kind of... Yeah. <laughs> Can't do well, it. Yeah. Believe it or not. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I'm still thinking we should institute a Talk Like Jack Palance Day. I think yeah. that would be fun. <laughs> if people could master it a little better, it'd be great. Yeah. Otherwise, I've never had a good a Jack Palance. spooky people going around like I just did. Benson. Was no more after 1986. And that's another show that could have gone along. Different Strokes, The Fall Guy, The Love Boat finally ended its run in 1986. That's interesting. As well as T.J. Hooker, Knight Rider, and Trapper John M.D. Hmm. Emmys for 1986, the outstanding comedy series went to... Give me a hint. Gray hair. <laughs> Gray hair? The Golden Girls. Oh, okay. All right. And the other the other nominees were Cheers, The Cosby Show, oh boy, mm-hmm. Family Ties, and Kate and Allie. Hmm. Kate and Allie. I used to watch that show. Did you? I don't know why I thought that one was good, but uh, I did. Outstanding drama series at the Emmys, Cagney and Lacey. Yeah, they were big for a while. And they beat... Hill Street Blues, Moonlighting, Murder, She Wrote, and St. Elsewhere. Mm -hmm. St. Elsewhere, I think, won once, but they were nominated a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. All right, 1986 in music. May 28th, the Monkees held a a press conference at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York City as they announced they will embark on a 100-plus city tour. The tour became one of the biggest grossing tours of the year. That I remember. Did not go see the Monkees, but I remember them being... Because it was the original crew, you know, which was I great. don't know if Mike Nesmith went with them, though. He might have been on circle-elected dates, but I think it was... You may be right about so, that. I think he started out with them, but then he, he begged off It was definitely that. Mickey Dolenz, with, Peter with, Tork, and uh, they, Davy Jones. He, they had his blessing to do that, though. June 30th, Madonna releases her True Blue album, which tops the charts in over 28 countries and becomes the best-selling album of 1986. Never was a Madonna fan. I like a couple of her songs, but I'm def- I wouldn't call myself a Madonna fan. No. Yeah, I'm not a not a hardcore Madonna fan, but a couple songs I, I do quite like. The top ten for the year for 1986. Uh-huh. Number ten. <laughs> Addicted to Love. Yes, Casey Kasem. Tell us where. Addicted to Love by Robert Palmer. Okay. With the uh, is oh, that, that the one with the video with the, the with, the with the women the in the flat? There's two the... videos with the women. Okay, all right. Simply irresistible and Addicted to Love. Yeah. Addicted okay. to Love is kind of the more the more, more famous one. Yeah. Okay. That was a big deal when that came out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Robert Palmer was a great lead man. He was a good singer. Because mm-hmm. that, that power... Is that st- the only two songs, though, that he... Well, he did that Power Station album that, Well, I meant awesome. indivi- as an individual. Uh, Simply Irresistible, he and did, And that one, and... and um, but anything else? Did he have any other albums solo that I'm... I, I don't... Th- those are the only two songs that I ever remember by the guy. And I know they were big... There's in, another one. I just can't think of it no. right now. Yeah, I, I don't remember. No? I just like the videos. Number nine, and this is uh, Kyrie by Mr. Mister. Oh, yeah. That, that, weren't they a one-hit wonder? 
No, because they had broken wings. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Which was probably bigger. Yeah. And, of course, being Catholic people, we knew what Kyrie eleison meant when the rest of the world probably didn't. <laughs> I'm Catholic and I don't know. Well, why do I? I only knew that because... I put you on the spot just now. I'm I, sorry. I only knew that because um, it means uh, Christ have mercy. Kyrie eleison. Oh, really? In Latin. Oh, interesting. I don't think you guys got a very good uh, Catholic no. education. No. I'm I don't think they made you do enough Latin there, boys. They didn't make us do any Latin. They didn't do any Latin, no. <laughs> Man alive. All right, number eight. Great song, Burning Heart by Survivor. Number seven, Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy. Oh, my. I, don't, I won't say it's a great song, but... It's fun to listen to. It can be. <laughs> it's not one I'd turn off right away, that's for sure. Number six, How Will I Know by Whitney Houston. Number five, Broken Wings by Mr. Mister. Big go. year for Mr. Mister. And never again. Oh, here's a song I hate. Yeah. Number four, On My Own with Patti LaBelle and Michael McDonald. <laughs> I like Patti LaBelle, but I don't like that song. Ma- Michael McDonald's voice just drives me crazy. He's, it's so high-pitched. It's just yeah. like, yeah, Family not... Guy does a good takeoff of him once in a while. <laughs> not a fan. Number three, I Miss You by Climax. That song sucks. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that one. I could sing it for you, and you would, but I'm not going to, and I won't. <laughs> Number two, Say You, Say Me by Lionel Richie. That's a pretty uh, that's good song. That's another one. Ugh, no. I like sorry. that song. I'm sorry. From a soundtrack, can you name it? White Knights. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. I don't know why. I know. Font of useless information. That's, that's a... That's a... <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> and number one, this song sucks, too. That's what friends are for with oh. Glenn Warwick and friends. Oh, at the Grammys? <laughs> oh, boy. Record of the year went to Quincy Jones for We Are the World. Mm-hmm. Album of the year went to Phil Collins for No Jacket Required. That was a big album for him. Song of the year went to Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie for co-writing We Are the World. Best new artist was Sade. <laughs> Sade. What did Sade sing? I don't know. Smooth Operator. Oh, oh really? Okay. <laughs> All right. And she had a couple other ones, too. And uh, the best comedy album was Whoopi Goldberg for her self-titled her album. Broadway show that she was. I guess is that what it was? It probably. Well, that's the first time. That's the first thing I remember yeah, with, yeah. about winning. Yeah. I mean about Whoopi Goldberg. It's fine. The uh, oh, nineteen eighty-six at the movies. The uh, the top ten at the box office. Go from ten to one. Yeah, number ten. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, mm-hmm. seventy million dollars, which would be a jump change. Good today. weekend now, right? Yeah, right. right, yeah. Number nine, everybody's favorite, Ruthless People. I remember that. I do too. I like Danny DeVito, Bat Midler, uh, right? Yes. Um, and then uh, the gal, oh, I can see her. She played Supergirl. She was in it. With Judd Hirsch. Not Judd Hirsch. Oh, Judd. Man. The blonde Judd, who played yeah. Supergirl. Judge yeah. Reinhold and the, uh, Helen Slater. Helen Slater, yes. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Yeah, I, that's a movie that's kind of forgotten. Yeah, you don't ever see that one anymore. I remember watching that, but it was way after it came out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. I, I remember like re- I watching I that as cable. a rental with my yeah, family. Yeah, or cable, something. yeah. Number eight. Eddie Murphy is kind of a forgotten movie, The Golden Child. I forgot oh, about yeah. that one. I enjoy that movie. I did too, but I've I can understand why a lot of people don't like it. Yeah, I do too. I've never I mean, seen it. Number seven, Aliens. $86 million. Wow. 
Number six, Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School. Man, was that I, a hit. Yeah, I like that movie. $91 million. Triple that movie couldn't have cost a lot to make. That, no, that movie no. had to be highly profitable. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, you the know, special effects involved in the diving board scene. Probably. That, that's yeah, true. That's let alone. <laughs> and, and one of the uh, early appearances of Robert Downey Jr. Yep. Oh, he you're right. Plays, he's he's he plays real the, young in He that. plays the guy's uh, roommate. Right? Yeah. But let's not forget the real star of that movie, Sam Kinison. Sam Kinison was it? <laughs> Man, I haven't seen Back, I like in, the back way to you School. Think. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that movie <laughs> since 1986. They have play it once in a while, uh, yeah. It, yeah, I, I'll, if I see that on, I'll sit down and watch it every time. Yeah. The top five, number five, Star Trek Four: The Star Voyage Trek Home. IV. I remember seeing that. $109 million. I saw that. took me to see that. I saw it in the theater, and it was one of the most fun times I've ever had been in a theater. I, that would have been a good I saw it on opening night with a crowd that was really big, big trekkers, all the whole bunch in there. <laughs> Real quick, um, we're, the line is huge, and we're getting pushed and moved around, all this kind of stuff, and my friend, my friend Tom is getting tired of being elbowed and pushed and at the top of his lungs and i can't believe he did this in the theater he goes my god there's a child on the floor and everybody (laughs) (laughs) that seems sort of weird well not only that he could have started a panic or something like that you know and oh crap (laughs) he actually yelled at the theater oh my anyway it was a lot of fun. It'd be interesting well, to see if the free speech would have protected that. Yeah, so. yeah. Anyway, uh, number four, The Karate Kid Part 2, $115 million. Number three, Platoon. Really? Yes. I don't think I've ever watched Platoon all the way. $138 million. Number two, this was a big hit, Crocodile Dundee. Oh, yep. $174 million. I did not see Crocodile Dundee in the theater. For, for I've sure. seen that one in the theater, but I didn't see it in the theater. You're right. Eighty six is pre me going to the theater very much. Mm. That that a lot of these movies you're mentioning, I actually saw in the theater, and I think that had to do with moving here and having the theater, you know, right you up. Right, where you go on your own? Yeah. My, yeah. Well, no, I didn't go on my own. My parents took us, oh, but but it was not. You know, we didn't all have to load in the car. We could walk up if we wanted. It didn't cost as much. It didn't you're cost very much. Yeah, mm. yeah. And number one. No, I have no idea. Give us a hand. I know what it is. You know what it is? I know you what it saw is. It okay. today. You saw it today, Ben. What was it? <laughs> Top Gun. Top Gun. <laughs> sorry, Ben. I hated that movie. No, you don't have to be sorry. We all have our flaws. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason you hated it is because you weren't 12. No, I didn't care for it. Other notable films of 1986. Some people think the better Top Gun, Iron Eagle. And well, I don't know who those people are. Yeah, but I don't either. No, there's no, <laughs> Iron Eagle is not a... Maybe uh, uh, Let's see, who was, was William Zabka Lewis, might be the one. <laughs> was Louis Gossett Jr. in that one? Yes. And yeah. and, and who was the, the kid? Jason Kendrick? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling names out my... Anyway. Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Youngblood. Patrick Swayze and, and uh, uh, Rob, Rob Lowe, Lowe and Youngblood. The, hockey, the hockey, movie. hockey movie. Pretty in Pink. Highlander, the first one. Or The Highlander, I guess. The, Highlander, the first one. yeah. Police Academy 3. There was a Police Academy movie every year for like five it's, years. And they were all awful. Critters. Well, the first one wasn't that bad. Critters. Short Circuit. Stallone and Cobra. <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, well. Psycho 3. Big Trouble in Little China's fun. Yeah, it is. Prince, Under the Cherry Moon. Friday the 13th Part 6. Howard the Duck. The Fly. Ugh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Manhunter. 
Stand By Me. Manhunter. I forgot about that. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Soul Man, which does not age well, by the <laughs> no, way. No, no. <laughs> the Blackface movie. Sid and Nancy. Hoosiers. King Kong Lives and Little Shop of Horrors. Pretty good year for yeah, movies. it was. Jason Gedrick was Doug. And it was Jason Gedrick. Wow. Be- wow. Did, was he in... Uh, <laughs> Iron Eagle 2? <laughs> I think he was. I think so. Let me check. I think he only did the first two, though, and then after that, Louis Gossett Jr. kind of took they over. They made more than two? Oh, I think there was at least three or four. Ooh. Iron Eagle movies? Yes. Maybe direct There's to video. One, yeah, direct to video or direct to, because there's one where they get the all these old-timers together, and there's one guy who flies a biplane. Anyway, whatever. I'm not making this. It's like uh, it's Iron it's You just, you just, <laughs> you just uh, described Independence Day, where the one guy's got the biplane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was only actually that was not in the. No, they changed uh, that. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, that's that was how it was supposed to be. Be a stickler about Independence Day here. <laughs> you know. All right, the Oscars for '86. I don't even remember what it was. Best platoon. picture. Best picture platoon. Yep. Director Oliver Stone. Oliver platoon. Stone. Actor, Paul Newman for The Color of Money, which I've never seen. Which was controversial at the time. Yes. Actress, Marley Matlin, Children of a Lesser God. Uh-huh. There's a forgotten movie. Yeah, yeah. I've never even heard of it. I just I remember hearing about it that, that yeah, award season, yeah. and then it faded into obscurity. Supporting actor, Michael Caine for Hannah and Her Sisters. Yeah. Is that a Woody Allen movie? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. One of his bigger ones. And supporting actress, Diana Wiest for... Hannah uh, and, and her, her sisters. sisters. Yeah. Yep. So that's pretty well 1986 in a nutshell. All the main The only things. thing I remember the, quite clearly about 86 was, was my last year at Six Flags. Oh, okay. And that was my last year. That was the first year of uh, the Col- the big Colossus Ferris week. Yeah, it right? was the first was year the, uh, in St. Louis here. Yeah. That was the last time I'd been there for years and years until the 90s, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the reason '86, I think I got my first swatch. That would, but it would have well, been would have been the highlight of my something. year. When, when were swatches big? That, well, throughout swa- the '80s, swatch has been around for a long time. Are they the still out there? Oh yeah, yeah. Schomburg Mall up by Chicago. There's a swatch store still. No kidding. Fine. I remember when everybody Swiss, had to have uh, a swatch watch. Yeah, I'll I had everybody. two of them in my life. And but the first one, uh, the movers stole when we moved to Waterloo. Oh, the bastards. So, I can't prove it, but it's the only explanation. <laughs> I don't think I ever had one. I know I didn't. I'm not a big watch wearer. I mm. definitely wasn't back then. I like the idea of watches, and then Do you I know would the funny buy thing one is, and then never wear it. I've got watches. I wear watches, but I don't find myself referencing them all that much or looking down to look at them. But the problem is I don't feel right when I'm not wearing it. Well, so, I mean, I'm not, it's just, I get you, you get used to, you know. I, I don't. And I know you're going to laugh about this, given my history in the past with timeliness. <laughs> but... Uh, I don't ever really find a need to wear them because I can usually tell what time it is within just a couple, about 10, 15 minutes. You just look up in the sky and go, hey, No, hey. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Estimate I'm, the time? It's weird. For the most part, I can. if you ask what time, I'll give you a time within Internal about 10 clock. or 15 minutes. Yeah. Mm. So. That sounds like horse shit, but I'll buy <laughs> it for today. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I I believe it. You can. Or, Some you people can, can I, do I believe that. you can get it within Some two or three hours of the actual. Kramer, time. Two or three Kramer hours. could do that. Kramer <laughs> could do that. He could set his alarm clock. You remember? Well, I find that uh, I wake up right when my alarm's supposed to go off all the time. So I, your, your you know body what? does. I, yeah, there's there's something to be said. Your, your body I, does know. Definitely during the school year, I find myself open, awakening up, waking up, 
waking up at the same time. Yeah. Even before, right before my alarm goes off. Yeah. You know, now I just use my phone for the time. I I, I wouldn't. Right. Know, I hate to throw my wife under the bus again because I get in trouble for it. But uh, <laughs> I think she, my watch, my wife wore a watch that didn't work because she's so used to wearing a watch. Yeah, well, yeah. For right. a long time. Don't, don't look at me when you say that. That's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we better wrap this up before this thing's four hours long. But, okay. Uh, we'll be back next week with yep. uh, a new topic. Enjoy the week, and we'll see you next time. Stay cool. See you, everybody. Yeah, stay cool. Jesus. <laughs>